Welcome to You're Not That Special. My name is Emily. And I'm Sarah. We're two Enneagram 4 INFJs here to talk with you about mental health, eating disorder recovery, and the challenges that we all face. Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the 10th episode of You're Not That Special. Woo! 10 episodes. We made it. That feels like... It feels like we've been it doing this like, longer than I know, that. It feels like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Happy hundredth episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically. Basically. <laughs> it is whatever you manifest it to be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> totally. Oh, how are you? I'm good. I've had a like a weird day, but it's been good, I guess. Um, I have to tell you my story. <laughs> okay. I met with my med provider this morning and we were discussing <laughs> and I was already in like a kind of weird mood before I went. And then she was, she was like on the top of her game too. And so then we were just like feeding off of each other. Of yeah. like, and so it was a really good appointment um, and also funny, but we were talking about how I said something about how I'm always afraid that my like providers will just like suddenly decide they want a new career and they'll just tell me like, okay, I'm not going to be your therapist or med writer or any more, anymore or whatever. Um, and I'm afraid that like people in my life are going to die and all this stuff. Like, I'm just so scared of that happening. Uh -huh. And she's like, she's like, well, if it helps, like I'm very happy with what I do. I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, well, you could still die. Oh, <laughs> She's like, I guess. <laughs> but it was, oh my God. And I could not stop thinking about it. I was like, why did I say that? <laughs> but it was pretty good. And then she referenced it like four more times in the rest of our appointment. And I was just like losing my mind. And I walked out of the office and I was just like, oh my God. Because <laughs> now I feel stressed. And, and she was like, she made some comment about, oh, like, <laughs> like if she does die, then like of course then like now I'll feel guilty about it and oh, I was like yes 100 yeah, exactly. percent like exactly. I made it happen like, yeah, you manifested so that. like we're in a real predicament now because I spoke it oh, and now no. she knows so like it's really there's a lot on Sarah. her right now I know I can't wait for like you could die <laughs> that's something I would do though actually yeah. like yeah totally because, I mean, she can reassure me that she's not going to quit her job all she wants, but that's only so reassuring. <laughs> well, hopefully... It so felt we, good to talk about, though. Well, I mean, if it's it's a legitimate, like... Yeah. ...fear or anxiety or something, then, like, you yeah. probably should talk about it. Yeah. That's hilarious, though. I hope yeah. she doesn't die. I know. Oh, my God. That'd be a really bad follow-up episode. <laughs> oh my god. Well, mine's pretty good if you need to up. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. Oh my god. How was your day? Um, it was really... Well, I'm just coming off of a high of like... The weekend in the mountains so I had to drive eight well like seven hours back today so yeah I mean yeah but it was good I was on like a high of 
fresh mountain air and not working for, well, when I picked up Adley, I was like, oh, thanks for watching my dog um, for the past four days. And my niece was like, four days? It's been five. <laughs> and I was wow. like, oh, was it that bad? Um, but yeah, it was really nice to not work for yeah. five. Like, when was the last time I did that? Probably never. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Shouldn't admit to that. So yeah, it was, it's been a good day. It's weird to be back, but also good. Yeah. Yeah. What were your strengths and struggles from the week? Um, my strength, I, like, I talked to my sister about some stuff that, like, I was really surprised by myself that I chose to talk to her um, just because I usually, like, she's not my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually super, super helpful and really like validating. Um, so I'm really glad that I did that cause it was, I just, I wanted to talk to somebody in my family and I was kind of considering my options and <laughs> you have so many, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, and it just like kind of randomly came to mind, like, I'm going to, do I'm gonna give this a shot and it really worked out really nicely so I was glad that I did that yeah um and she's like checked in since then of just like updates which has been nice I'm impressed yeah yeah I'm proud of both of you yeah so that was good um struggle uh I'm very overwhelmed by like myself and choices and just my whole world right now that feels like very broad but I'm just I just feel overwhelmed and like I need to it feels like there's a bunch of pressure to figure out a bunch of things right now Mm. and in some sense there kind of is but not as much as I am putting on myself um Oh my God. And oh. I went, I, I got a massage oh, yeah. last week and it was so good, but it was okay. The whole thing, which I know I've told you before, but like when I get my nails done and they mm-hmm. constantly have to tell me to like relax my hands because yeah. they, Oh yeah. And those people tell you all the time, like, yeah. When I was yeah. getting the massage, literally within the first like two seconds of her putting her hands on me, she's like, Oh, the anxiety. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> And, like, multiple times throughout it, she was like, okay, you're, like, hanging on to a lot right now. And I was like, oh, and then I felt self-conscious. And I was, like, trying to, like, let go Did you, like, go talk to it. her through it? Of, like... A little bit. I mean, not that you have to, like, divulge everything, but... A little bit, not, like, a ton. Um, and then at one point, she's like, okay, I'm going to distract you. What's your tattoo mean? And all this, like, stuff. Because she's like, you just, you seem like you have a lot happening. And I was like... Are you going to go back? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was really good. I want to try her because yeah. I've tried the other person, but I do want to go um, see her because um, it's, I really appreciate their focus on the physiology mm-hmm. and just they're so intelligent of like knowing all of the muscles and like what's connecting to what and yeah. the function of it. And 
how that impacts you as a whole being. And I'm just like, fast. I, I normally don't want to just talk during yeah. a massage, but like, it feels more like a treatment massage. And like, yeah. I learned so much about my body and how hard it's working. We mm-hmm. kind of talked about that last week. Yeah. But like, it's interesting to know that like, other people experience that too. Yeah. Working on it. Like yeah. I told her that my shoulders like always feel tense. And so she was like working on my shoulders for a while. And then she like moved to like my hips and she's like, Oh, it's coming from your hips. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I had no I idea. Totally knew that. <laughs> but it was just, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. So I really enjoyed that. And I did an hour and a half, which mm-hmm. I mean, this is my third massage ever. So like, Oh, once but you I've do never a 90 done, minute massage, yeah. you'll never go back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so good. So, <laughs> so that was my struggle <laughs> was <laughs> feeling overwhelmed, but the massage helped. Well, kind of, I mean, yeah, it helped. It was a good like good. break from things, but then I guess also the struggle is apparently it's all up in my body. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the body keeps the score. Yeah. But maybe that could be like a good learning thing for you of getting more connected with your body and knowing, I don't know, different strategies to be able to release stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> could be good. Yeah, I think it could. What are your strengths and struggle? Well, I just realized sitting here that, like, I actually, I'm glad to be home. Oh. It, this kind of feels like home. Good. I know. It didn't a few weeks ago. <laughs> wow. I know. That's really nice. Huh. That's fascinating. Um, my strength. Um, so this trip that I just took required me to take two days off of my consulting job, which in the past five, six years of being there, I've never missed two consecutive days of work there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was proud of myself. Yeah. It probably will mean a lot of work this week. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, honestly, like, that was a struggle, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's part of the struggle. The other I struggle I'm having is these damn boundaries and feeling as though they've kind of been crossed a little bit and not really knowing how to handle that. So I've got a lot of therapy to do mm-hmm. this week. Um, but strength is in the midst of feeling like boundaries were not being honored I didn't like, I just kind of let it go. Yeah. Didn't engage. No. Really? Yeah. Um, I allowed myself to go on a solid vacation. Like true. I, I took my computer with me and everything thinking like, oh, just in case somebody needs something. I didn't even open it. Good. So that was a huge strength. And I'm just coming into this week feeling really rejuvenated like I just had a lot of great insight being in the mountains and just experiencing the world like nature I love nature it's a great way of connecting with myself and just the like expanse of the world Mm -hmm. is kind of amazing to me it just makes me feel like okay the world is not 
as bad as I think it is. No, it also reminds me like how small I am in comparison to like like humanity, right. the world, like all of creation. I am like a little speck. I was thinking about that today, like thinking of just like on like the worst day I could possibly have, like the sun is still going to rise in the morning and like mm-hmm. it doesn't, like it matters what I'm going through, but like it literally kind of doesn't, you know? Right. Like in terms of just the world and like things just keep, yeah, things just keep going. And well, it just, I mean, when you're sitting in the mountains and just getting to look at those views, like even your worries just feel so small mm-hmm. like not that they're irrelevant but it really helped put some things into perspective yeah and made me ask the question a lot throughout it especially with like taking time away from work and you know not really allowing myself to engage you know not really checking my email or anything like that um of just understanding what is it that I want to be committing my time and energy into. Mm-hmm. Because really in this world, like we should be taking care of ourselves. We should, that should not be mm-hmm. like a once a year, I get to feel like this experience. Yeah. And not that you have to travel across the country to have an experience like that. Like you can do that. Mm-hmm in your own hometown or your own state or wherever, but I don't think that we should only get to feel like that when we take a break from our work. Yeah. Or like, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be so hard to take a break from work. Right. Because it's just, uh, like the way, I don't know if it's, I mean, I think our country is, worse about this than some places, (laughs) but I don't know if we're, like, the worst. I I think we are. Probably. But it's just, like, that once you, like, enter the working world, it's just kind of, okay, this is your life now. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what you do. This is all there is. And Well, I I think it's, like, complicated between, like, the different generations because, you know, like, the boomer generation was one that, like, I mean, they had to work they had to mm-hmm. and they're a generation that's still working mm-hmm. like they're in their 60s 70s and they're still working because that's all they know to do like that's their purpose in yeah. life and I think that my purpose is tied to the work that I do but that's not I don't it's also so much more than that. Right. Well, it's like, it's maybe tied to like the work, but not like the job. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Because like an older generation is going to show up to an eight to five job. Mm-hmm. And they're going to clock in and they're going to clock out and they're going to let that job dictate the amount of time they get to do with their family or mm-hmm. I mean not just the older generation obviously <laughs> other people but I think that I mean that's the generation that raised Gen X and like 
yeah. the grandparents to us millennial. Are you a millennial? No, I'm you're on not. the cusp. No, I, I'm on you the are. cusp, and I strongly consider myself a millennial, especially because I had because that's a cool older word. siblings, and because, <laughs> so I feel like I was, like, in it with um, them, because I was, yeah, and I don't relate to Gen Z stuff. I know, it's different. It's, like, those are two completely different generations. Yeah. So I was listening to um, something on this trip, and it was talking about your passion, and so I'm just kind of substituting purpose for passion. Mm -hmm. But um, like what drives you in the day to day and what you are investing your energy into and like what excites you about life. Mm -hmm. There's a cliche quote of like when your passion meets your purpose. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. But it's also kind of true. Yeah. I just don't want to be so passionate about one thing that I miss out on other areas. Mm -hmm. I think the idea of like of purpose is something that over this summer I kind of lost my idea of what I felt like my purpose was because I was working a job that I had been at for a while that I felt like gave me a lot of like a sense of purpose. Um, but then left that for a few different reasons. One of them being like I had to get internship hours for school and mm -hmm. then ended up in two different jobs where I was getting those hours done that again, felt like they were kind of in line with my general purpose, but not, still just like not really it and yeah. then leaving those completing those hours and everything has me just in a weird place with like with purpose I guess and just thinking okay yeah what do I want my energy to be going toward mm -hmm. right now and it's I mean I kind of have it's kind of a good opportunity and something that I'm grateful to have to be able to have some time to like think about that and just with like stuff I have going on in my life right now to have that time to like reflect on that but that's difficult yeah it's such a it feels like such an intense word mm -hmm. <laughs> I do think it's important to recognize that I believe our purpose can change over the course of time and that like we don't we aren't going to have one thing that is our purpose and then that's what it has to be for the rest of our lives. Right. But that it can and I think it should grow and evolve and change as we evolve and grow as individuals. Mhm. Mm because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing today if I hadn't done the work to become a healthier version of myself mm -hmm. and also studied what I've studied and invested my energy into growing to be a better provider for my clients and a better friend, family mm -hmm. member, all of that. Yeah. I think with purpose, I mean, one thing that I'm kind of thinking about is more of like a mission statement so that it's not like, 
my purpose is working in the eating disorder field mm -hmm. or something like that. But, and I don't, I haven't written my mission statement, but, or like updated one. I know I've written one before, but. We should write I, mission statements this weekend. Um, oh, yeah. But if I think broadly, like a mission statement for me would probably, I mean, it would involve you know, serving others mm -hmm. and connecting with people. I, one thing, I mean, I'm so passionate about in our local community and the state is like bridging the gap of resources that exist for eating disorder education, prevention, <laughs> education, <laughs> pre prevention and treatment. Mm -hmm. And so being you know, that obviously being a part of my overall mission. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to think about that and put that into words, but I think our purpose can be broadly defined. Yeah. Another way of framing it is I think asking like, what's your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Which I actually like, I um, attended a virtual open house for a master's program that I'm really interested in and they were really driving home that point in just like the application process and writing our statement of professional goals of really thinking about our why and so I was actually thinking about that last week I kind of stopped thinking about it because I think I was overwhelmed and distracted <laughs> by other things but I think I think that that is, it'll be interesting to see how I end up approaching that for this application process yeah. versus just like a personal mission statement, you know, because thinking about like these professional goals, like, yes, that is part of my purpose and like this general sense of why, but then I think kind of a sidebar to it would be some things that are more like personal that I don't know that'll just be interesting to see mm -hmm. how those overlap and what things might be just a little bit different or just the ways of going about moving toward those things could be different yeah it was interesting taking this trip to the mountains like a week after us having the retreat. Mm -hmm. um, it was like doing this recovery retreat and digging into self-compassion and self-care. Uh, whatever. Yeah, values. Oh, values, yeah. All, all the things <laughs> that we did there. And then having like a personal self-retreat um, and just being able to reflect on all of that. But I think part of the, you know, what is my purpose? What is my mission? And I want to be able to continue to create those experiences for people to ask those questions, especially people who are struggling with mental health and eating disorders, because I think sometimes we can be so consumed by those struggles that like we don't feel like there's space to consider a passion or a purpose or 
even feeling like we have the capacity to think about those things mm -hmm. of like where are we going to invest our energy well if we're in the throes of depression or struggling significantly with anxiety or whatever that might be um that's, that's the last thing right, I'm yeah, thinking like, of. Yeah. You don't want to think about where am I going to invest my energy or what do I want to invest my energy into? Right. Like you're surviving. Yeah. So I do want to just make space for, you know, people who might be, you know, really struggling with stuff right now that we don't have to define what that purpose is right now mm -hmm. and I think that's another example of like how your purpose does like shift mm -hmm. and that at times someone's purpose might really be like getting through the day and like doing these things to yeah. take care of themselves and then in another time it's more about career and family stuff and more right. of those kind of things that are a little more outward um, but it's all, I think just all like equally really important, but nobody really looks at like the purpose when it's more inward stuff as like accomplishments or like you're yeah. living out your purpose. It just, it's, well, we think, I think, I think jobs and yeah. careers and <clears throat> that type of thing but it's so much more than that like I mean there have been seasons in my life that like surviving and getting through the day and you know getting to appointments and completing all that like that's that was my purpose mm -hmm. that's what I had to do to be able to show up the next day mm -hmm. But I think when we can kind of create a mission statement for ourselves within a season like that, that's what's going to take, take us to a season where we're not in like the survival mode aspect right. or, you know, just trying to get through. We can be asking other questions when we're in a safe place and taking care of ourselves and able to engage in a different way. Mm hmm yeah, the purpose kind of builds off of that, like, core purpose, I guess, that yeah. we sometimes, like, find ourselves in. Well, and I think, like, you know, part of my purpose is to serve others. Then I know that within that I have to take care of myself. Like, my cup has to be overflowing for me to have the capacity to give to others mm -hmm. so that has to be a part of my purpose and my mission statement is how am I making sure that I'm fed and nourished and not just from like a food standpoint but mm -hmm. you know spiritually mentally emotionally how am I nourishing myself so that I have the capacity to give right One thing that really helped drive me when I was struggling a lot with my eating disorder and just through the anxiety depression journey is knowing that I want to help other people. Like that's something that helped to bring me out 
of some of those points of struggle. Mm-hmm. You're really thinking hard. <laughs> yeah. Or feeling something. Both. More feeling. What are you feeling? I don't know. Um, I think that my purpose right now is different than what I want it to be. And that feels really mm, disappointing to myself and others. And... But I think it's just where I am. How do you extend compassion to yourself in that? I think that reminding myself, like you said, that um, like all those other areas need to be taken care of like that that your cup needs to be like overflowing to be able to like pour into other people's cups I don't know my purpose right now is not what my purpose will be forever like this it's not like gonna be the focus and the main thing forever Mm -hmm. this got deep (laughs) do you feel like the purpose right now is like less than what your purpose will be later like do you struggle with that at all yeah um And I think feeling like kind of a, like the thought of just, I should be past the point of like this being my purpose or um, kind of just like a really shamey like get your shit together kind of thing and like just figure it out and move on so what would it be like to wholeheartedly lean into a purpose of the self-care and whatever you're needing in this moment or chapter season whatever the word is um in order to ensure that like your cup is full and can get to the point that it's overflowing what would it be be like for you to wholeheartedly like accept and embrace that i think that On the one hand, like, that would be a relief to be able to do that. Um, But it's also, I think, just scary and 
really vulnerable. Um, and yeah, I think just something that I feel like a lot of shame and doubt and fear about. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Part of me thinks like it would be feel good to just embrace it and really, yeah, wholeheartedly kind of go for it. But I don't know. That's hard, too. I think you would encourage other people to do that. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of purpose and what that means to everybody individually because there's no purpose that's greater than or less than another. Mm -hmm. It's intentional to who we are as individuals and I find it far more empowering and encouraging when somebody has whatever sense of purpose that is for them. And kind of living according to that rather than having no sense because it provides a sense of direction. Mm -hmm. You know, even if we're in a challenging season or trying to navigate something that might involve difficult choices, like when we can bring intention into that and know why we're doing it, I feel like that makes it a little bit not easier to navigate, but it's like having a map and having a starting point and a destination point and knowing that I have a way of getting from here to here. Yeah. Versus having a map and like having no freaking clue where you're going. Yeah. purpose can get really clouded sometimes by you know if somebody's a parent and they have to take care of their kids or they're struggling with depression anxiety any anything mental health like and having to like navigate their mental health while living day-to-day life mm-hmm. um, or having Uh, some other sort of like health condition that they're trying to navigate like sometimes there's just natural inhibitors that take time and energy and resources that might feel like it diverts us away from our purpose and it can be challenging of figuring out how does our purpose exist in the midst of some of those things that might feel like inhibitors right And I think then it can feel 
that's one of those things like those inhibitors that it can just feel like unfair like that those yeah um like illnesses or whatever is getting in the way of a like quote unquote greater purpose when really it's navigating how to kind of hold both is probably part of the purpose itself right because any of those examples like I mean, if we have, I mean, everybody has mental health, but like, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're struggling with an aspect of mental health or we do have a disease or diagnosis that is challenging or we have children, like those things aren't just going to go away, Mm -hmm. especially the children. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're always going to be there. Um, So, sorry, no offense to the parents out there. Um... So we have to navigate life with that. I think one of the things that I see happen most often is that we lose ourselves in the midst of these other things that feel like our identity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's a diagnosis or, you know, being a parent or a sibling or an aunt or, you know, any sort of title that we might have or a CEO you know we work for an employee whatever mm-hmm. that we can't lose sight of ourselves in the midst of all of that right and so often I see people put themselves to the side in order to show up to deal with manage take care of nurture, nourish, all of these other aspects of life. And then we're not filling our cup Mm -hmm. because that might be deemed as being selfish. Right. It's okay to be selfish. If being selfish is going to allow you to show up as a healthier version of yourself (laughs) be selfish yeah I do feel like my sense of purpose is I mean it's always continuing to evolve but one of the things that I know for sure is that you know creating my company and working in the industry of eating disorders and serving my community in that way like that is my sense of purpose and within that because I feel so sure of that in that one area of my life I don't struggle with the same self-doubt like lack of confidence um that you know a sense of failure or anything else I I do, I don't want to say I don't struggle at all, but like there's such an assuredness of knowing that like this is what I'm here to do, Mm -hmm. that what I struggle with like in other relationships or other things I'm involved in in life, like that's where I have a greater sense of like 
you know, question of my confidence or self-worth or what I'm doing, then when I'm like truly in my passion, I, I don't have those same questions yeah. of my own identity and my worthiness or my ability to do that job. Yeah. It's very strange to me. Do you feel like you felt that like kind of from the start of your career? No. Maybe vaguely? Yeah. I mean, I would say that from the at the very beginning like I was there was so much fear of failure tied to everything. Mm-hmm. There was no question of like, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Um, I knew in my heart like that I was pursuing the right thing. But how I was going about it, I never questioned. So, and that's just like, I mean, I have chosen many different marketing strategies or um, you know, advertising, that's like been the key area where like, I've lost a lot of money in that area because I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But never did that feel like a failure to me, which is interesting to me because like growing up and in every other aspect of my life, money is such a like trigger. Yeah. Of we need to make sure that we have enough. I need to make sure I have enough. Like, how am I going to survive? I don't want to be living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um, but even in like the ebb and flow of business of navigating that, like I've never felt like a failure. I've just always felt like that didn't work. So let's redirect and figure out what works. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel like that in any other area of my life. Hmm. It's really bizarre to me. Yeah. so all that to say that I think there are going to be some times and some areas of our life where we feel really sure and confident of something and in other areas of our life we're not Mm -hmm. and hopefully that's okay and normal because that's how I feel and (laughs) it sounds normal (laughs) um I mean learning I think it's part of what I think contributes to how much like doubt I feel in understanding what my purpose is, is like, I mean, growing up, not as much with my mom, but I knew that my dad really didn't like his like job. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for years and years and still doesn't really feel like his job. He's, it's like his passion, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, then when I got older, kind of realizing that same thing, with my mom to some degree and her career that she's been in doing the exact same thing since the summer after she graduated college. Um, And so I think that I've always been really scared of not Mm -hmm. liking what I'm doing and like not just not liking it, 
but like I need to make sure that I love it because I hate the idea of being in something that I don't feel passion and like find purpose in. So I think that's like part of why I feel a lot of doubt about things that I do and like choices I make and when really, I mean, I think that I know what I want. Um, I mean, especially like after I went to this open house for the program I'm really interested in, like how hopeful and excited I felt about that. Um, I want to, (laughs) I want to feel that way all the time about what I'm doing. Can I tell you something? Yeah. You're not going to. I know. (laughs) But I, uh, that just like. I mean, I don't, but you can feel it most of the time. Yeah. I hate that though. I mean, I have different components of my company and there are some that like, I mean, I would love to be in, you know, the individual working with my clients all of the time. Like Mm -hmm. that gives me a great sense of purpose and intention. I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to do. And then there's other aspects of my company that like, they're okay. Yeah. I, (laughs) I mean, I enjoy certain aspects of them, but like, it's not the rah, rah that working with my clients is. Yeah. So I don't mean that I'm not trying to burst your bubble <laughs> or anything, but like, I mean, I do think that's a good reality though t- to look at is that I think we do want that like cloud nine experience and to know that there's, I think it's important to know that there's other ways of knowing that you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and that you're in the right area and pursuing, you know, you're pursuing your passion. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about like, in both of our areas, what, you know, I'm doing, what you're pursuing is that there's so much versatility to it and you can do so much with it. Yeah. And that's why I'm always looking for other, you know, avenues like doing this podcast or starting the recovery retreats because I want there to be and that's how the creativity, that's how, for me, those, the outlet of, you know, all of the curiosity about what would help people, what has helped me, how can I give back, how mm-hmm. do I help other people in this journey, and what are the unique and creative avenues to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think in your own journey, like, you'll explore what are the things that bring you the most joy? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes with food, like people always want a five-star experience with food, and some days we just have to eat a peanut butter and jelly and like make sure that we're nourishing our body. Mm-hmm. I think that's also with our passion. Like we're not always going to have the five-star, three-course meal. Sometimes. You might just have trail mix. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
make sure it's the mountain trail mix because it's got the M&Ms in it. Won't be as bad. <laughs> <laughs> just pick out all the M&Ms and just have no, those. No, pick out the raisins. That's the only thing about the mountain blend that really sucks is it puts the raisins in it, but everything else is really good. <laughs> it's never going to be perfect. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And even the hard days, like, there's going to be insight. And if you allow the, yourself to be open to it, like, there's going to be insight and knowledge gained from what's working, what's not working. What do I want to continue to invest my energy into? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we might just have a really shitty job that doesn't feel very purposeful. Mm-hmm. to get us through whatever season we're in. Yeah. Is this helpful? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this wasn't supposed to be about me <laughs> and figuring my life out. Well, I think it's good. Also, you don't have to figure your life out. I think that's the point. Yeah. Like, don't underestimate what sharing through this podcast is giving to other people. Mm-hmm. Don't underestimate your work with clients. Yeah. I get some pretty good feedback about you. So you're obviously having positive impact and able to connect with people. It's meaningful. It's intentional. Mm-hmm. I think one of the hardest things for me is just hear me out, okay? Okay. Don't, like, take this in, like, a shaming way. This is okay. not shaming. But I think what is so hard is that I see so much potential and I've seen the impact of like the work that you do do. And I also feel this way about, you know, a lot of the clients that I work with of like just seeing so much potential. And I mean, I know that I was in that position and other people saw that in me before I could see that in myself. Like, which is why I think it's so important to recognizing that purpose doesn't have to be this big, grand, extravagant thing. Like, it's going to be something different at every point in our life. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that to be encouraging to you and empowering to you. That yeah. other people have seen and experienced that with you. But I also know that it takes a lot of hard work and energy and it it takes a lot to be able to continue to do that. Mm-hmm. So when you need reminded, just say, "Hey, I need reminded." Okay. Actually, I think you sent me something that I can send you when. Yeah. <laughs> I still have that. It's a it's a note. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I can reference very easily. <laughs> this is hard. 
I wasn't expecting this to be such a hard conversation. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, it's big and deep and overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It can be. So assignments are to work on mission statements. Yes. Oh, my word. Mission statements are only supposed to be two to three sentences long. Okay. Okay. So don't get a whole page. Yeah. Um, No problem. (laughs) (laughs) My mission is to live. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we'll work on that. I would encourage other people to share with us their mission statements. Yeah. I would love to know what other people are striving to, how they're striving to live their lives, what's guiding their life. Mm-hmm. Email us. At youarenotthatspecial at gmail.com. Do you have a goal? I have lots of goals. <laughs> Um, I got a new journal when I was on this, uh, I don't even want to call it a vacation. Yeah. I'm going to say it was a retreat. That's my new word. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's a retreat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I really want to, the first, um, sentence that I wrote in it last night was that this is my reset. Um, and I haven't been journaling a lot lately. I think, well, I wrote it in my journal last (laughs) night, um, because everything has been so overwhelming and like, just thinking about writing is just like, I don't have the capacity Mm -hmm. to like do that on top of processing everything. So I do think with where I'm at right now, I am ready to commit to digging back into the journaling and capturing some of the thoughts and emotions that I'm experiencing through all that I'm processing right now. And I know that I think part of why I haven't been is avoidance that Mm -hmm. to actually put pen to paper is going to make me face some, like, just admit some of the feelings that I've been experiencing. And I don't, if I acknowledge it in therapy, like, (laughs) I don't really want to put it on paper. Yeah. Um, Maybe I could ask my therapist for their notes (laughs) and then I could just stick it in there. (laughs) That's a great idea. Um, Great idea. (laughs) Anyways, uh, my goal is to um, utilize this new journal. I'll post a photo of it on the Insta. Yeah. It's a, it's really it's a nice. fancy journal. Yeah. Got the fancy uneven pages. Like yeah, yours. Don't mention. You don't like that? Uh, the uneven pages? Yeah. Yeah, it's... I think it's cool. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. Yeah, I mean, I do really like it. I get, like, practicality-wise, sometimes it's kind of annoying. Right. But it looks cool. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your goal? 
Okay, my goal, I would say, is to... Something that my med provider and I talked about today, actually, was just... Which also kind of relates to, like, what you were saying of... I mean, it's kind of, like, letting me be where I'm at and everything, but she just kind of kept saying that I can't be, like self-stigmatizing and I think that that was say more like <laughs> like lean forward <laughs> yeah <laughs> um like not judging myself so harshly on all these negative things and like making that just become like the only picture of reality yeah 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 so um I like this lady yeah it was good i hope she doesn't die Um, (laughs) i'll say a prayer for her yeah please do everybody (laughs) got the whole world praying you can let her know next time yeah so i think just yeah at least have some awareness of when i'm doing that when i'm like self-stigmatizing and um we're gonna have to do a whole episode on that you realize it's a big word yeah it is that would be a good one I have a challenge for you okay (laughs) well I want you to like intentionally think of the positive ways that you are impacting people around you that you serve okay and like put that on your bathroom mirror or something and (laughs) where you're gonna see it and remind yourself like that you are having a positive impact yeah you are doing good things do you have a challenge for me um give me a second (laughs) i kind of want one i don't want kind of in the mood for a challenge that's weird I think the way last week that you like showed up in your one therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> basically do that again. Aww. Okay. But also like acknowledge And maybe, like, try to have some appreciation for, like, your body and mind, like, doing what they do to, like, protect you if that comes up, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm game. Okay. Sweet. Great. Okay. And my challenge to everybody out there is to consider what their personal mission statement is. And again, you can email that to us at youarenotthatspecial at gmail.com. Yes, please do. Please hop over to our Instagram at youarenotthatspecial with underscores in between. (laughs) Um, And join our community there. Rate and review the podcast. Yes. Wherever 
you are listening from, we would really appreciate that. That would be fantastic. And any shares. This is the 10th episode, <laughs> which is a little bit more somber than maybe I thought it would be. Um, but we're really grateful that we've been able to do this and look forward to continuing to do it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for continuing to show up. Thank you. And always remember, you are not that special.